Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello and welcome back to Mads World. This week we're discussing the L word. When should we say it? How soon is too soon? What does it all mean? I spoke about the ins and outs of love this week with Charlie, a mate I met through my housemate Molly. I keep trying to get Molly on the podcast, but she wants her debut to be something really special, so stay tuned for that. I hope you enjoy my chat with Charlie. Hello, Charlie. Hello. I've been waiting to say that for so long. <laughs> so many people have said that. So my friend Gemma came on the podcast and did the exact same thing. She's like, I've just wanted to say that to you for so long. Um, how are you? It's your catchphrase now. I'm doing very well, thank you. Uh, I've been looking forward to this for a long time. We've been talking about it for ages. I know, we really have. I remember when the podcast was first in its stages of fruition, you were very supportive of the pod, so that was really fun. I'm proud of you. You've done really well. Thank you. Well, let's just jump into our speed date round so that everyone can learn a bit more about Charlie. So how did you and I first meet? We met through our friend Molly, your housemate. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's my friend from uni and came down to visit you guys in London. And then I guess just like intimately visiting. Yeah, and I've been trying to get Molly on the podcast for ages, but um, she's reluctant to come on until we have something really special to talk about. So if you if you do think (laughs) of anything, let me know. Yeah, that sounds like Molly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And how long have you been in a relationship? Uh, Must be about a year and three months. Okay, nice. And then previously, how often would you say that you go on dates? So are you quite a dater? Are you more of a relationship guy? At uni, I would go on dates a little semi-regularly, I mm-hmm. guess. But yeah, I'm more of a serial relationshiper. Serial relation, serial monogamist. Yeah, <laughs> but I guess that also means like serial breakups. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. All right. Well, then what's your usual type? So if you're a serial monogamist, is there something that kind of ties all of your past relationships together or are you more of a diverse kind of guy? Looking back, yeah, it's quite diverse. I think it's always been the people Mm -hmm. who I can laugh the most with. Whoever has yeah. like the same sense of humor as me and trust as well is another big thing. If I just like trust someone and I believe that they're uh, being themselves and allowing me to be myself and nothing's too fake or anything like that. And yeah, but mostly just making each other laugh. 
that's the yeah, main thing. And I think um, both of those things, trust and laughter, are so important. I guess that's why some of the best relationships are born out of friendships, which is what we've talked about in the past on the podcast. But, yeah, I guess those two things sort of go hand in hand when, um, yeah, you get to know someone on more of an intimate level as a friend and then it kind of develops into something more. Exactly. Yeah. Our last question is, what is the best thing about being in a relationship? Well, there's there's obviously the, the companionship, I suppose, of mm-hmm. always having someone that's there for you and always being there for them. And mm. me and my girlfriend, Lena, we've pretty much always been traveling when we're together, kind of bouncing back and forward, doing um, like season work. So we're always traveling together, mm-hmm. on the road together and stuff, having adventures, meeting new people all the time and sharing that experience with someone, making memories together. Yeah. yeah. That's really awesome. And I think, yeah, traveling solo is fun. And I've always enjoyed traveling solo. But when you do go with friends, it's it's sort of nice to have, um, or yeah, or a girlfriend. It's nice to have someone to look back on and laugh and stuff about all of those memories. So, yeah, that's a, a really nice point. I have to say as well, you have a very soothing voice for the podcast. So I think it, listeners really? are hopefully going to love this app because, yeah, you have a very, like, chocolatey smooth voice. Oh, I'll take <laughs> chocolatey smooth every day of the week. I'm not looking forward to hearing it back, though. I'm one of those people. I can't stand the vo- sound of my own voice. You're probably used to it by every, now. I'm used to it. I'm, I actually started to like the sound of my own voice, which is helpful because <laughs> I have to listen to it so much. But um, a lot of people say, yeah, a lot of people say that um, they're terrified to hear their voice in the podcast and then they're actually pleasantly surprised so i'm hoping that you're one of those people and not someone who's cringing while they're listening (laughs) let's find out i guess so to kick us off so this episode we thought it would be a great idea to talk about the l word the illustrious l word the l bomb (laughs) the big l bomb because you have a funny story about one of your exes or a girl that you were with and yeah i'll just throw over to you to tell your story and then i've got a couple that i can back it up with and um yeah we can have some question time as well okay um let's see, <laughs> see what i can do so i i met this girl at graduation actually which mm-hmm. was like you know quite romantic setting mm-hmm. yeah everything kind of went quite quickly we wanted to get to know each other and we ended up spending a lot of time together at this time i already knew that i was about to leave the country to go to japan so i was very much like is this the best idea you know let's just see how things go mm-hmm. we spent a lot of time together we went on a mm-hmm. date out in london we went to the theater she was really into um, musical theater mm-hmm. so was i we went yeah. to see Book of Mormon. It's a really great show. I loved it. I cried, even though it's a comedy. <laughs> I, had, like, <laughs> I got like all emotional. Yeah, I've it's heard amazing. that it's great. Yeah, and I, it's something that um, I have to see. I mean, I'm sure it's not going to be on for a while with Corona and everything. But yeah, I heard it's one to watch. And uh, yeah, it got to like the end of the performance. And, you know, they're doing like roll call and like showing off. And I was like furiously applauding and like whooping and and. I was kind of acutely aware of her, like, kind of looking at me rather than looking at the stage. Oh, no. And I think I already kind of knew, like, what might have been coming. And I was like, ooh. (laughs) So I just kept on, like, shouting like a maniac. And then, like, I kind of, like, glanced over and I I heard her say it. I heard her go, I I love you. Oh, God. You weren't ready. I just kept cheering. (laughs) I just, like, looked back at the stage, just carried on clapping, like, didn't look over for as long as I could. Like, no eye contact. So you've completely just just pretended you didn't hear her when – do you think she knows that you heard? Uh, No, we never talked about it. Oh, my God. We never talked about it. And she never said it again? She said it again soon after. (laughs) 
and I said it back. Uh, but but at at that at that time, I was like, no, 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 and 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 <laughs> just just <laughs> pretended it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Hopefully, she's not listening. But I think um, because saying I love you is such a challenging thing, and it's something that everyone will go through. I mean, hopefully, go through at least once in their life. There's there's good and bad scenarios um, that everyone's experienced when when saying I love you. And I think I've got a couple that. Um, they're quite funny. So one of my high school boyfriends was um, throwing up into the toilet while I was rubbing rubbing his back and telling him it was all going to be oh, okay. Romantic. And I know, and he turned around with vomit all over his chin. He says, "I love you." I'm like, "Please, <laughs> not like this, <laughs> not like this." <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> uh, and then I I was fuming at him because I'm like, "You've ruined what is supposed to be a really romantic moment, especially when you're like 19 and you're quite young and everything." It's supposed to be like one of the highlights. Right. Yeah, it's meant to be like a milestone. I'm just—I can just remember <laughs> it so clearly. But yeah, I mean, you never—you never forgot it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, um, my most recent boyfriend. So, well, not most recent now. I have—I currently do have a boyfriend, but my um boyfriend last year. Um, this is kind of a different story. So, um, we met, and then um. We'll get into this a bit later, but I think it was a little bit of a what I thought was a love at first sight sort of vibe. And um, we ended up, because I was going to Bali and there was potential for me not to come back to the UK like a month after we met, um, everything, like the trajectory of our relationship was really fast. And he ended up telling me, like saying I love you two weeks into even meeting me. And, I mean, we were drunk and, wow. yeah, it was it it all happened so quickly and I said it back and it was just the trajectory, as I said, was so fast and so steep. It was, yeah, quite insane, actually. Um, but I think... I guess if you're spending a lot of time with one person mm. for an extended period of time, you know, then everything does get, like, heightened work. Yeah, exactly. And I think I think as well, it wasn't... Like, looking back on it, it definitely wasn't love because I think, like, that initial attraction that you feel to someone and, like, a strong pull and when you kind of see the potential for love there can kind of be misconstrued. So... Yeah, I don't know. It was it was a strange one, and then I think looking back, it wasn't actually love. It was just um, a bit more lust and kind of like heartbreak. Very emotional. Yeah, and my most recent boyfriend, I think. Yeah, I don't want to get too into it because it is still very new and everything. But when we were starting out, I would just say, <laughs> I would just say, I love you in different languages to him, so that he didn't know what I was saying. <laughs> How many languages can you say? Oh, I would just like sometimes That's make impressive. it up. I would just say like Tiamo, like speak Spanish or <laughs> like your own language. Yeah, to me, like just and then I'd try and speak German and make it up because I'm like, if he doesn't know that I'm saying it, then I'm not really saying it. And I was bursting to say it. And I would just <laughs> say it in another doesn't language count. so yeah. that so that he wouldn't know. But he he knew. So that was um yeah, that didn't work quite so well. But um so this brings us to our Left on Red round, which is a really exciting round this week because we've had lots of different questions from listeners and I think it's a universal topic. It's something that everyone goes through. So, yeah, we've got some great questions. So the first question on our list is, do you believe in love at first sight? I definitely believe in attraction at first sight. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I believe in love at first sight because I think that to love someone does depend on really knowing that you can be yourself around them Mm. trusting them Mm -hmm. um you know developing those memories like positive and negative Mm -hmm. i don't think you can take one look at another person and then like 
know straight away. Yeah, I think you can definitely look at someone and, and see potential there and um, like there is the initial attraction and then sort of the initial flirtation and everything and you can sort of see potential like I could potentially love this person or it could be a potential like future relationship for me. But yeah, I don't think, I mean, it depends what yeah. we're defining love is, which we'll get to in a Exactly, second. and that's so difficult to do and it's different for every person. Exactly. But I think two people can look at each other and straight away be like, okay, I want to know more now. That's so true. I want to know more. And like, I feel a connection to this person and I'm not sure why. And like, mm. I'm, I'm willing to explore that and see, see where it goes. Yeah, I think so as well. Okay. Well, our next question is, when is too soon to say I love you? So I think for this one, mm. there's so many different rules. And If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of what-ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast regulations and everything that like society or your friends or your family or whatever will put on things like you have to have gone on five dates or you shouldn't say it during sex or xyz but I do think that not everyone develops love or expresses it at the same pace and there is a lot of pressure like to maybe say it back if you don't feel it which I think um, some people might consider quite cruel or what do you think? It's so difficult because it's going to be so different for every person Mm. but I'd say 
the right time is when you really mean it and you really want to say it mm. but equally if there's any doubt about whether you do or if you think or oh, maybe it's too soon then it probably is you know like yeah you should be really wanting to to make sure that person knows how you feel about them. Do you think as well, is timing more important than honesty and self-disclosure? So do you think it matters if people say it at the same time or if just being honest about you, how you feel with someone, like it, is it important to play those games and sort of, yeah, wait till you think the other person might say it back? Uh, I think honesty is more important. I think, mm. I think if you are ready to say it to someone, then you should say it. You shouldn't preoccupy yourself with whether that person's going to say it back or not. Mm-hmm. Equally, if someone says it to you, I don't. You, you shouldn't feel obliged to say it back if, you, if yeah. you're not ready. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, this brings us to our next question as well. What happens if you don't want to say it back and how do you avoid doing that in a non-awkward way? So someone on Instagram suggested if if someone tells you they love you and you don't feel the same way, you can say, I love me too, which I think is quite savage. <laughs> I wouldn't suggest that because yeah, you probably... I'm great, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, I love me too. Thanks. Um, but yeah, in, on a serious note, if someone, if you don't want to say it back, I feel like if you could gently say to someone, if it is someone who you, you know, trust and someone who is a, is a friend to you and someone who you deeply respect, you can say, I'm not ready to say it and I am on the, I am on the right track to get there and stuff, but I, you know, I want to be honest with you and um, yeah, like so. let you know that I'm still kind of on the way there I mean I, I I feel like it would still hurt either way it would hurt me to hear that but at least you know that it's not like a lost cause you know sure and I think it's, it would be worse to tell someone that you love them if you didn't mean it mm, I think it's quite cruel yeah if you're at that level of uh, intimacy with someone already then it should be fine mm-hmm. although yeah maybe it's going to be hurtful at first but it should be okay to just look them in the eye and say look I'm, I'm really sorry I, I, I'm not ready to to say that yet mm, yeah and giving them the confidence that it is on the right track and you are getting yeah. there but I guess it and as you said it's so it's such a subjective thing for everyone like maybe someone might even have never been in love before they don't know what love means and um yeah I mean what what does it mean to say I love you what does it mean to you if you're saying I love you to someone what a question how long do we have I know <laughs> this is the, this is the deep questions we're asking <laughs> I asked my boyfriend and he he just said it means I want the best for you and at all costs. So I guess maybe it's kind of about putting somebody else first. Yeah, I really like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I really like that as well because I, I was kind of like I was looking through the questions and I was asking him, I'm like, what what would you even say for this one? It, it's so deep. But, um, yeah, I thought putting putting the other person first and wanting the best for them, not even putting them first but just hoping that, you know, they're feeling fulfilled and happy and everything, I think that's, yeah, yeah That's really key. nice. I think it's it, it's partially as well is is being fully prepared to like welcome someone to be part of your life embrace Mm -hmm. them to you know really share this next period of your life together yeah for sure and just share like the experiences you're going through as you said with travel and everything yeah kind of opening up and saying I want you to be a part of this and I want you to make these memories with me and um yeah be a part of my life absolutely yeah yeah and um this is another really interesting question that we had as a straight man do you feel like there's more pressure for you guys to say I love you first in a in a straight relationship I don't personally feel that I've certainly never felt that before I'm wondering if it's perhaps something maybe that would come from the female Mm -hmm. from a girl who thinks that they can't say it first for whatever reason Mm -hmm. You know, these days there's um like gender stereotypes uh, sort of getting broken down more and more. Mm. I think then those kind of cliches will will start to fade as well. But personally, no, I've never felt pressure. I've said it to people before, and I've said it if I'm ready, and if I'm not ready, then I've been I've said 
Sorry, darling. <laughs> Sorry, babe. <laughs> or you just pretend to not hear them and clap louder. <laughs> yeah, we'll just keep clapping and shouting. <laughs> Love Booker Moment. Woo! <laughs> yeah. What a show. I think um, this question probably stems from um, just the idea that women are always like chasing men around and kind of not wanting to overstep that boundary in the risk of pushing pushing a guy away and just the, the stereotype that men have more of a commitment phobia than women do. But yeah, as you said, as gender stereotypes are becoming a bit more fluid and those sort of walls are breaking down, yeah, I think um, it's becoming less and less important because, yeah, as I said, it is just a stereotype and actual relationships don't work so um, rigidly. Very well put. <laughs> Far better than I did. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess that's it's becoming more apparent that um, I, when I listen back to the podcasts and edit them, I'm like, wow, I've actually nailed that. <laughs> oh, whilst, whilst we're bigging up you, congrats on your sobriety. You've uh, inspired me as well. I'm, what, 18 and a half days Oh, my sober, God. So thank That's you for beautiful. That. Have you done dry jam then successfully? Successfully so far. I've been uh, on the, you know, the Heineken blue and the yeah, and the, the alcohol-free wine. Yes, I had some of that. I had alcohol-free Prosecco. It, was, it actually tasted really alcoholic um, and I was quite triggered. I'm like, is this definitely got no alcohol in it? But <laughs> yeah, no, it was, um, it was interesting. <laughs> but yeah, congrats. That's awesome. Yeah, thanks for, thank you for inspiring Aww. me. I really love to hear that. I love good feedback. So if you're out there listening, feel free to shoot me a message and let me know how much you love me because it makes me feel really good. Um, you could just uh, completely ignore them. <laughs> just keep clapping. <laughs> keep yeah. on clapping and talking about how much I love Book of Mormon. <laughs> um, all right. Well, um, our next question is, does the L word matter when you prove it with your actions? And so – I thought this would be a good time to bring up something I found really interesting and I want everyone after this podcast, I'll put a link in the description to go and suss it out. It's called The Five Love Languages and if you haven't heard of it before, basically it's like an online quiz and a book by, um, I'll have to source the author, I can't remember, but it's the idea that there are five different ways that humans show and receive and like enjoy receiving love from one another. So it's words of affirmation, which is basically someone telling you they love you or telling you how beautiful you are or whatever quality time which is you know what it says on the tin like uh, like spending quality time with your partner giving and receiving gifts acts of service which is kind of like washing the dishes for someone would be like how you'd show that you love them rather than telling them or giving them a gift or whatever and the last one is physical touch so I think in terms of this question, does the L word matter when you prove it with your actions? It really depends on how you do like to give and receive love. And you may have never thought about how you like to receive love or how your partner likes to receive love. But um, yeah, I really encourage you to go on the website. I'll put the link in the bio and um, do the quiz because I found out that although I like to be told how much I'm loved all the time, giving love in that form may not be as effective for them. And it may not be something that they know that they have to give me to show that I'm loved, if that makes sense. So yeah, I mean, to me, mm. the like the L word does matter because I like to be told that I'm loved and I like to be shown love in that way. But for other people, it might be, you know, acts of service, physical touch, quality time or receiving gifts. So you, they might feel more loved through those different types of love. So do you think the L word matters when you are proving it with your actions or do you think it, it matters less? I think it matters mm -hmm. less. I think it's still obviously nice to be mm. told, but I certainly don't need to hear it like every every day or every every time someone leaves the room or yeah see like i do <laughs> I, I need to hear it all the time where i'm like you've fallen out of love haven't you maybe we're not compatible <laughs> we're <Maddie>. not 
<laughs> which is okay. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah, I encourage everyone to go and check it out because it is really interesting and um, you might learn something about yourself and your partner. And I think it's really um, strengthened my relationships, even with friends, because I know one of my good friends, Pip, I think she loves physical touch. So if she's feeling sad, you just give her a hug. You just want a hug, you know, whereas I just want to be told that oh, it's all going nice. to be okay because like, um, we give and receive our love in different ways and I think it's really strengthened yeah my friendships with people as well just knowing how how they like to be supported and everything so yeah go give it a try as well after um our call and let me know what you get because it is quite interesting I will so our next question is have you ever fallen in love only to look back on it and realize you were never in love before that's another difficult one all of these questions are really difficult Matt it's not me it's the people Charlie (laughs) (laughs) I think every relationship is different not not just because of the two different people involved but you can have a relationship with one person and then have a completely different relationship with another person um Mm. so i would say if you're feeling it at the time probably you are in love that's to some extent and then obviously if it ends and it particularly if it ends like badly or like sour Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then it's going to be a lot easier to look back and think like no i i never felt those things i thought i felt um but i guess it's all comparative yeah that's exactly what i was going to say is um if you fall in love again, maybe with a new partner, a new boyfriend or a new girlfriend or whatever, you if you're comparing it to the love that you're feeling for that person at that time, it is hard to look back and imagine how you how you felt differently for another person in your life at all. And um, I guess you can love people in different ways. Like me and my current boyfriend were quite close friends before, so I think we have sort of that deeper level of respect for each other and that we've had that deeper level of fun together, whereas my previous boyfriend, it was more, as I was saying, lust and um like initial attraction and everything and then it sort of just yeah it had no real foundation or like stronghold kind of keeping everything together so I think that's why it fell apart so easily so yeah I guess it's all so hard to analyze when you're in the situation but hindsight is 2020 isn't it you can look back and everything looks totally different absolutely and you can get through that like honeymoon phase Mm. where the kind of initial excitement and like joy of it all is, is settling down a bit now and it's becoming more like a uh, just like no regular part of your life mm-hmm. and then you can start to think like hmm how much am I really enjoying how much yeah do I really like this person you know yeah and once the excitement wears off it's sort of all you're left with is just like a, a strong relationship and friendship with that person and if the excitement was sort of what was keeping everything together it can fall apart quite quickly can't it that's very true hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you all these years? (laughs) The guru. (laughs) So our final question is, does love change as we get older and how? And I think this sort of ties into what I was just saying. I guess, as we said, it is all quite situational and you can look back on things and it's totally changed. Like if I look back in high school when I thought I was in love with my very first boyfriend, it's just laughable. Like I I think the respect and like the amount that like we shared with each other, which was probably quite minimal, like just like the deep level of friendship and um, affection that you have that I've had with boyfriends since is just incomparable. But um, I don't know. What do you think? How do you think love changes as we get older? I think it becomes more about what you learn from your about yourself in a relationship. Mm. So with, with, with every relationship you have, whether it be a month or two years, mm-hmm. uh, you will learn something about how other people want to be treated, how you want to be treated the things you do or don't do that people may or may not like. Mm-hmm. And so you learn from all of those experiences and it's like stepping stones. And then eventually, in theory, mm-hmm. your final relationship sh- should be stronger. 
Yeah. And so your love will change in that way. I'm so glad you said this. This is, yeah, that is exact. I think that is so true. And um, yeah, all of the relationships that you you sort of have, you you learn what you do and don't like and the people you are and aren't compatible with. And hopefully by the time you are with the person that you're going to end up with for quite a long time, like whether that lasts down the line or whatever, it is it is a relationship that can make you happier than most others because you sort of have learnt so much about yourself through all of your different experiences with other people. Absolutely. It's a period of self-reflection as much as it is, as it is like what you're getting from the other person. Mm. Every relationship is a give and take, or at least it should be. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the more you're learning about what you're giving, then you're going to have a more positive outcome in, in the end. I hope anyway. Yeah, I think it, it's good to sort of reflect how you sit individually in your relationship as well as how you sit together just because, I mean, at the end of the day, it is um, a massive learning experience, every relationship we have. Sure. Well, thank you so much, Charlie, for joining the pod. I can't believe we have run out of all of our questions, but um, was there a note that you wanted to leave it on for everyone or any final words that you wanted to say before we wrap up? I would just say love everyone as much as you can. Love that, Charlie. Imagine if everyone just loved as many people as they could all the time. That would be all the time. Oh my god, it would just cure. It would just cure the world, wouldn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Corona is no match for love. (laughs) (laughs) The power of love. Well, thank you so much again, and I'll chat to you soon. Speak to you, Mads. It's been a pleasure. Bye. I hope you enjoyed my chat with Charlie. Please let me know on my Instagram at madsworld.mp3 if you have any thoughts or stories of your own to share. And check out my new website. It's madsworld.co. Love and elbow taps. Peace. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 